Good evening. This is Rocco with another episode of the Ball Podcast. And if I sound like a shemonito today, it's because my microphone randomly stopped working. I have no idea why this thing stopped working. I've been messing around with it for the past half hour. It won't. The computer won't recognize it. It won't. The light won't turn on. It's all broken. So I guess I need a new microphone. So for now, until I get the new microphone, I apologize in advance for the sound. Uh, it should be decent. It's still a little bit HD. I definition. But uh, it is what it is. We'll do. We'll make do with what we have. I hope you're all, you know, doing well. Better than me, hopefully. Um, I am not doing well. I am not well by a long shot. And it has nothing to do... It, it's honestly nothing that serious. But it's just the stress. Here's my piece of advice. I always told people, when people ask, oh, what's one piece of, piece of advice you would give to the youth when they grow up? And my advice would always be, do not get married. That was always my one piece of advice. In recent weeks, I've made an amendment to that piece of advice. I've added a second part. So now, when people ask me, Rocco, what's some advice you would love to let the children today know before they grow up? Number one, still, don't get married. Number two, whatever you do, never coach youth sports. Never coach youth sports. Do something else. Fight the urge. Never coach youth sports. Listen, I've been coaching my kids on their soccer teams since they were little. Since 2017, I want to say. So I'm not like this great experienced coach. I started coaching my kids soccer teams because I was afraid of other people teaching them soccer the wrong way. And everyone knows soccer is my passion. I love soccer. Soccer is everything for me. Soccer was everything for my father. My father played professionally in Italy. He was getting paid to play before he moved to America. Um, and I just watching him talk about soccer, listening, I mean, listening him talk about soccer, watching him watch the games, watching the games with him, soccer became my everything. And I didn't push my kids into soccer. I let them discover it on their own, basically. Granted, yes, they saw me always look watching soccer and all that stuff, but I never forced them on, on it. <clears throat> I put my kids in every single sport. That they could. They played t-ball. They played whatever they want. In the end, they, they've recently chose soccer. Um, so when I my kids wanted to start playing soccer, they were five. Giuseppe played first because he was the only one who can at that time. I was afraid of seeing other people teach the wrong way because, <clears throat> let's face it, I had some prejudice. I, I never thought Americans could really coach soccer because they didn't know shit about it. So I said, listen, I got, I'm going to do it. I'm going to coach. So I've been coaching my kids for years. And, you know, 
The worst part of youth sports is our parents. It is the other parents. Parents cannot separate sport from personal life. You know, I mean, I didn't have problems when they were little, little, but then I hated like the rec soccer, in-house soccer. I hated that because my, my, my sons were decent players. They wanted to compete. They didn't want to, you know, play against kids who were picking grass all the time. So then I, I moved and we created a travel team for my kids to play on. My kids play on the travel team. We have a great team. We have a good team. But I cannot deal with parents. I, I can't. And that's why I'm walking away from coaching after all these years. I cannot deal with parents anymore. Parents have become so entitled that they're out of touch with reality. They think that everything is owed to them, owed to their kids, all because they deem them special. I can't make your kid better at a sport. I can only do so much. People who are in their feelings because their kids are not the top tier players on the team and getting mad at me for it, like, what do you want me to do? So I've been dealing with that the past few weeks. I've been getting, hearing it. I've been taking it in the ass left and right from parents of the teams, uh, the, the, you know, my uh, the the club that I, I coach at they don't have my back, so it's just nonsense. I mean, kid people want, pe parents want their kids to play more time on the field than anyone else, and it's undeserved. I made it very clear that that I'm the type of coach where you earn everything you get. You want to play more than everyone else? Show me you can handle it. I'm not tough on the kids. I'm not mean. I'm not you know. Unfair. I'm as fair as possible. In what world can a kid who carries the team, who scores the goals, who makes all the assists, play less time than a kid who produces nothing on the field? It's just not the way it is. And my favorite is people don't complain when we're winning games by a lot. And then their kids get to play more than the kids who are good. Then they don't complain. But when it's the other way around, they complain. And listen, people complain. Everyone's going to complain. People always will complain no matter what you do. My problem is, is that when the complaints contain lies. When the complaints contain your own personal insecurities that I have nothing to do with. Listen, we all want our kids to be the star player, the focal points of teams, the one everyone looks at and be like, yep, that's my kid, be jealous. But it doesn't happen. I mean, listen, I put my kids in baseball. My kids were the weakest ones on the field. They weren't great on baseball. I mean, I, they took, I took them out of baseball, one, because they wanted to play soccer more, and two, they weren't learning anything, so I took them out. Instead of being the parent that complains, I took myself away. Because that's what you're supposed to do. When you get out of trap, when you get into travel sports, you're not owed anything by being there. You chose to go into a more competitive atmosphere. If you didn't want that atmosphere, you would have stayed at rec level. You would have stayed at, you know, where they play for fun. But when they start keeping score, keeping records, it's competitive. You can't say, oh, I, this is too competitive. You knew what you were signing up for. 
But you know what they wanted. That's the problem. I cannot take away the selfish part of it. That's what bothers me the most. Is you'd have no problem if it was your kid playing more than everyone else. You would never complain if your kid was playing more than everyone. Was being unfairly giving an advantage. But because you deem your kid more important or better than they are. I, it's my fault all of a sudden. And that's why I'm not going to be coaching soccer anymore. I'm going to finish out this season. I'm going to put my kids into a different program where I'm not the coach. Because I just can't deal with parents anymore. Parents are ruining everything there is about youth sports. They're the reasons why we don't have referees. They're the reasons why you cannot find volunteers for anything involving kids. Because parents have become so entitled, it's disgusting. And this is, again, it's youth soccer. There's nothing serious about this. It's just, it is what it is. And I tell, I told all the parents that I coach, all the kids that I coach, when we're on the field, I don't see the kids as the kids. I don't see them as, oh, my, my sons play with them at recess at school. That's my son's best friend. I see them, everyone as a soccer player. And I coach just like that. Like I'm watching soccer players. I don't coddle anyone. I'm not unfair to anyone. But you just, parents want what they want. And they don't give a fuck whose back they stab to try to get it. I had people writing to almost every coach in the same club, writing to the club presidents, writing to other trainers, writing to any Dick and Harry they could think of, all because they wanted their son to get not equal playing time, more time than anyone else on the field, all because they deemed that he was owed it. <clears throat> And this is my problem. This is what made me decide to walk away. At the beginning of every season, I always had a, <clears throat> a mandatory parent meeting where I outlined my strategies, my philosophy, all that stuff. A lot of parents don't attend. Why? They're too busy. They're, they think that they, I'm a volunteer coach. They think their time is more valuable than mine. Um, so they don't come. And at this, at this uh, meeting, I tell everyone... Playing time is earned. Uh, there is no more such thing as equal playing time. That's, that's something that was in-house in that doesn't exist in travel soccer. We play to win games. We don't play to lose the games. We want to be competitive. We want to improve. Of course, everyone <clears throat> was not at the meeting, but then months later complained. And they don't like that answer. They don't like... Well, they don't like that answer because it doesn't benefit their kid. But if it did benefit their kid, they wouldn't be, you know, complaining in the benefit of someone else. It's all out of selfishness. So I had this meeting because I had to call it because, you know, when you find out people are just gossiping about you to every person they know. All of it untruthful. All of it unfair. Meanwhile, <laughs> this is the best part. I took the entire team for ice cream. Parents were complaining about my coaching while eating the ice cream I bought their kids. 
This is the world we live in now. So I call a meeting. Parents complain. <clears throat> they say whatever they want to say. But the problem is, <clears throat> I would say 98% of it was like personal. It had, it, none of it was constructive. Nothing that was said at this meeting was constructive from the parents. It was all emotional, personal feelings of things I couldn't do. It was all intangibles. I cannot make your son focus. I cannot make your son a better soccer player if they don't want to be a better soccer player. There's things I can't do. I'm not a magician. But what struck me the most was no one defended me. We had this meeting. We had 45 minutes that we wasted. We weren't able to do practice because I, I did not expect the meeting to go like this. I just wanted to go over a few things and that's it. No one came to my defense. Everyone just let... And listen, not everyone complained. Not everyone has a problem. It was just the loud minority. No one came to those people to my defense. But behind closed doors when no one else is listening, then that's when they came to my defense. That's when they said, oh, no, no, you're doing the right thing. Don't listen. We, we'd rather it the way you're doing it. But in the eyes of the people who complain, silence means you agree. If you don't say anything, that means you agree with me. And that's how these people took it. So I made the decision that I'm not going to coach soccer anymore. I'm going to walk away from youth soccer. And it scares the shit out of me. Because I've been the only coach my kids know. And I've been teaching them soccer the right way. I don't teach them kick and run soccer like most of these coaches teach. I teach them possession. I teach them scanning the field. Pick up your head. Look for your teammate. I'd rather see the assist than see a goal. I cherish a beautiful defensive play than a goal. But a lot of these parents, the worth of their child in soccer is by how many goals they score. And they do not understand goals mean shit if you're not defending. And that's basically it. It, it hurts me beyond hurt that I'm not going to be coaching my kids anymore. But I can't. Why would I put myself in these situations? I'm by myself. And, you know, people tell you, oh, you can't let these people get, get to you. You can't let it affect you. It's pretty hard to not let these things affect you when they're only affecting you. I'm the target of everyone's complaint. I'm the target of everyone's dislike. I'm the sole target. And when it push came to shove, no one vocally supported me. Parents had their opportunity to support me in that meeting when people shit all over me for 45 minutes. And no one said a word. So that's it. I'm, I'm walking away. I'm going to put my kids in a better thing. But this right here is why you cannot find coaches for sports. You are throwing people who, who have a passion for the sport. Who have a love for teaching children the sport. You're throwing them away because you cannot accept your reality. And because of your reality, it has to be someone else's fault. I mean, listen, here's an example. When I grew up, 
I was always the fat kid. Always. But I was a, a pretty decent goalie. The only thing that held me back was my weight. But I was a very... I had times when I made saves. People couldn't be surprised that I made them. There was one game when I was younger that I started and I don't know how... Listen, we all have off days. I let two quick goals in. Within the first five minutes after that, my coach pulled me off, put the second goalkeeper in. And I sat the entire time at the bench. I went home and I told my father, Dad, I'm going to retire. That's it. I'm retiring from soccer. I'm never going to play soccer again. The coach took me out. I'm never... So my father said, but oh, he said, you let in two goals. Okay. <clears throat> they need to win the game. If you're going to let goals in easily, they're not going to, they're not going to, they're going to sit you out. You have a bad day, but what you do is you go back out there. You play better the next time. You remember this, you learn, you move forward. But that's not what happens today. If this, if I was another kid going up to another parent with the same problem. In today's world, the parent will complain to the coach. It's the coach's fault that the son let two goals in. It's the coach's fault. Everything is the coach's fault. You see it in school. Everything is the teacher's fault. It's all the teacher's fault. It's not, no one wants to take responsibility for their own children. You see it everywhere. It's one of the worst things. It's one thing I hate about being a parent. Parents these days, they're fucking lost. They're, I have no fucking idea how we're allowed to reproduce. Parents refuse to accept responsibility for their own kids. They're always looking for someone else to blame for everything. How about it's your fault? What if you're putting too much pressure on these kids? What if you're not teaching them the right way? What? You can't... A teacher can only do so much. A coach can only do so much. A camp counselor can only do so much. What you're doing at home matters. And you cannot blame anyone else for what you're doing at home. I tell my the parents that I coach all the time. I only have these kids' attention for a short period of time. If they want to get better at soccer... This should not be the only experience they have of soccer. They should be watching games, watching highlights, learning by watching. Coming to practice where you dick around for 20 minutes with your friends, you're not doing anything there. So you can't expect kids to develop when the kid does not want to develop. Listen, I did not expect to go on for this long about this, but for a few weeks, this has been like weighing heavy on me. Beyond it, I've been losing sleep. I've been stressed out. I if, if it was up to me, I would walk away today from coaching. I would just like throw it up. But I don't want to do that to the kids because I still care about the kids. The kids did nothing to me. It's not my fault if your parents are assholes. The kids did not do anything. And I refuse to punish the kids for their parents. But in reality, it's something I think of every morning. I, I'm, I dread going to the soccer games. You know, it used to be that I was excited. I was just nervous because I, I wanted the team to do well. 
now I'm dreading the interactions with people. Because I know what these people think of me now. I know I'm only as useful to them as a, as a benefit. If they can't benefit from me, if their kid can't benefit from me, I'm useless to them. Some of them will call you friends, but then we don't do anything friendly. Every conversation we have revolves around the sport of your kid. So what friends are we? You know nothing about me. I know nothing about you. All I know is that your kid plays the sport I coach. We're not friends. Shit, I would love to be friends. But the relationship has to go that way. The relationship cannot solely be, hey, we're, we're friends only when the team plays. It doesn't happen that way. Yeah, I didn't want to talk about this the entire podcast, but it is what it is. Um, I'll touch base on this. Aaron Judge. All right, we'll switch over that. We'll stay in sports world, but Aaron Judge hit his 62nd home run. God bless everyone who went to the games to sit through this shit. Because listen, I couldn't even keep the game on TV to wait for his at-bats. I can't imagine sitting through a baseball game just to see eight minutes of action because that's the only guy you want to see at bat. It's like watching the Titanic only to see Kate Winslet's uh, tits. You're watching that whole three-hour movie for what, five minutes? Of, Of interest for you. That's what the baseball games are. That's why I'm, a part of me is happy my kids left baseball. That A sport where 99% of the time you're standing still, I don't know how anyone finds it entertaining. I, I really don't. I mean, listen, when I was younger, I, the, I was all in on the Yankees, but that was playoff baseball. It had a, a sense of urgency to it, a sense of importance. These regular season games, they, they feel like, like torture. They feel like blood tests, like blood work. Like a colonoscopy has more importance sometimes. But that's it. He hit his 60-second home run. A lot. It feel You feel old when you realize that he's not the home run king, as people are calling him. <coughs> Barry Bonds uh, is the home run king. Granted, he took a bunch of steroids, but he's still the home run leader. But... People are so young that they barely remember, they don't even remember that, and they still think this is like a huge, a huge thing. It's, I mean, it is huge, but it's not 73 home runs, it's 62. You know, we call it what it is. The guy who caught the ball now, he's going to get a million dollars for a ball. I don't know. I don't know how people do it. I can't imagine staying at a baseball game for nine innings. I, I don't understand it people love it but you know then also people say oh soccer is boring but I'm like listen take the professional part out of it sit through a youth soccer game and then sit through a youth baseball game and then tell me which one is more entertaining because there's nothing worse than youth baseball youth baseball is like watching two mosquitoes Fuck, basically. That's all it is, because it's it's terrible. It has is it's just boring. At least the soccer game there's constant movement. You know, there's a chance for constant movement. This is standing still. In in youth baseball, ninety-eight percent of the kids walk. 
You know, no one, if either they strike out or walk or hit a single. You know, that's what it is. Uh, that's just my disdain for baseball. Granted, my disdain for baseball, I've never mentioned it to my kids how much I hate baseball. They wanted to play t-ball. They wanted to play uh, travel baseball. I let them do it. I sat there. I bit my tongue the entire time. Oh, and here's the best part. I had concerns about coaching, but I didn't say anything. I didn't say a word about coaching because it's not my place to complain. If I wanted the team to be done a certain way, then I would have volunteered to coach. But I didn't. So I, I gave up my reason, my, my, you know, I don't, I don't have an opinion anymore because I'm not the coach. I'm not going to tell someone how to coach. And then we continue to not be happy with the coaching. My kids express not, not being interested anymore. So we left. We didn't sign up for baseball again. And that's what people don't understand. If you do not like the way something's happening, walk away. You don't have to be here. And, you know, people get upset when I say that. But it's like, it's not my job to cater to you. I have to cater, I have to, we have, coaches have to coach an entire team. They cannot just coach one family. If that one family has a problem, but the other families do not, then you either, you know, accept what it is or you find something else. There's nothing mean about that. That's just the way it is. You can't go to a pizzeria and say, I want a filet mignon. And they say, well, we don't, we don't have filet mignon. It's a pizzeria. You can't sit there and complain Oh, this pizzeria should have filet mignon. Why don't you have filet mignon? There needs to be filet mignon in this menu. And they go on Yelp. This pizzeria is terrible because they don't have filet mignon. You go and tell every person you know. Never go to this pizzeria because they don't have filet mignon. The pizzeria was a pizzeria from the beginning. It said on the front, hot pizza, fresh. You are the idiot that went inside expecting a steak from the pizzeria. Don't go into places and try to change them to suit you when you already know what it was. On that note, I had probably other stuff I should have talked about, but I got myself riled up. This is my therapy session then. Uh, I hope you all have a good rest of your day. And again, start to Borna. Don't coach youth sports. I'll talk to you later. Ciao.